Hello, and welcome to Bard Talk. I'm your host, Josh, and... Man, I told you things were gonna start getting pretty crazy, but... I don't know. I guess I just felt the pressure of things get to me, and... Uh... I recorded a podcast, and it was garbage, and I deleted it. And I don't usually delete my garbage podcast. Like, I leave them... I kind of let them hang there until I can revisit the topic and... And rework it, but... You know, in this case, I just decided, nah, and then, um, this became not fun, and I couldn't get one out Wednesday, so I guess I apologize, but I said it was gonna happen. I said I'm under the gun with a lot of things, and, uh, it's about time I address this one thing. So, I'm going to pose a question right out of the gate, for better or for worse, and... Many of you will be able to think of somebody right out of the right out of the gate, which I've said twice now. But off the top of your head, you should have an answer to this question. Who was your favorite teacher? Who was that one person in your scholastic education? Thank you, loud car. That pushed you to be better. That pushed you to drive harder, to 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 just work at learning something that you were pretty sure you weren't going to be able to learn. I think everybody has that one teacher they remember, that one great person who had such a command of their profession. And they were inspiring. Inspiring in the aspect that they made you want to be better at that subject, or they interested you, or they lit a fire under under you to really understand the concepts of that particular subject. And I'll tell you, the cost of homeschooling is that you don't get that. You don't have this this sage person whom you would have never, never, through any other conventional means, have met. And certainly not in the relationship of the student and teacher stigma. It's it's genuinely unique to what is now a common day practice, which is sending kids to school. And I know that for the better part of humanity's existence, school is, is really a relatively new idea. I mean, we've had institutions that taught. We've had churches that taught. I mean, the, the concept does date back a couple hundred years, but for the most part, uh, education of any kind was limited to the wealthy or empowered, and many children grew up learning only what their parents knew. <clears throat> Excuse me. This this holds true yet today. Um, we have in in North America an estimated four and a half to five million children who are annually homeschooled, grades K through twelve. I'm surprised home college hasn't caught on, but I, I suppose that's a, a subject for a different time. But the point that I'm trying to make is that people have the option. You can send your children to an institution run by either the state or private or church-related school, and they can obtain an education taught by people who went to college to learn these subjects inside and out and be able to pass on their knowledge and the other option is you can teach them yourself and by doing that you're taking on the task of 
multiple teachers where you've had no or little education on and trying to provide a curriculum that the state mandates. Now, this isn't going to be a podcast bashing homeschool. This is really just my, my pain, my daily struggle with the fact that my parents, neither of whom were college educated, only one of whom actually graduated high school, decided that my brother and I and my sisters would be taught at home. <clears throat> Again, excuse the clearing of my throat. It is spring after all. Ugh. Pollen abounds. So, I mean, the struggles that I've endured as a child are numerous and, and none more so taxing than this. My parents decided early on that they were going to homeschool. Um, they, they had very little success homeschooling my older sisters, um, the oldest of which is a decade older than me. And my sister Amy was, was eight years older than, than I, um, and, and even older than my brother Nick. But they had poor success at that, and, and they continued to try this. And when I say they, I, I truly mean my mom. Because, you know, my dad was at work. He he worked third shift when I was a little boy, and and he continued to sleep during the day. And, and so he, he never really uh, was there to help us learn anything. Um, I don't know what his influence was. I don't know what his thought process was in it. Because he was actually the parent who had graduated high school. My mom had dropped out when she was 16... Um, and then claims she went on to get her GED. And I, I don't know if that's true. I, I don't have any, any proof. I can't even say it's not true. I just know that she was the one that took on the task of homeschooling us. And by taking on the task, I mean that she purchased a curriculum that was offered by the state, which amounted to a, a big book, uh, a book, you know... I, two, three inches thick, depending on the grade. And she gave that to us. And school for me was completing all of the assigned chapters in a day. And it didn't matter when I got up and did it. There was no format, no structure. Um, I was just told to complete this. And I did so on my own pace. And then she would grade test. So the answer key was in the back of the book. And she would page to the back of the book and compare our tests. And that was how I got graded. I don't know to this day if it was fair. I don't know if she did it right. I don't know really much of anything. Um, which is the pain and anguish that I have to live with. Um, yeah, when you are, are sent to school, you're, you're schooled by a village. Again, you have people who uh, completed 12 years of high school, got accepted into a school or a college or a university where they completed another four years and then got a rough degree in teaching and then went on to get their master's degrees in most cases. Those people have very specialized education in teaching that subject. And in addition to that, they have all of the faculties they need provided by taxes and, and other education funding sources. So 
the the math class are given lots of technology the science classes are given technology the the host of things in school i don't know why i'm explaining school to a bunch of people that went to school uh homeschooling is sans all of that uh in some cases again i'm not trying to shit on homeschooling at a whole but a lot of people who successfully homeschool their children have allocated funds for doing so so they buy equipment or they source equipment they try to get their kids an equivalent education uh, that was not my experience my experience was to read it out on a page and to understand things through written word only and so my ideas and concepts of things that i could grasp were limited I never got to physically touch compounds and solutions. I, I never got to see math in, in a physical state. It was always written out. Um, you know, and, and, and for some subjects that works. You know, for some subjects, it's okay to just read and take tests and do work, uh, work studies and things of that nature. But to truly and physically understand something it's often important that you put hands on it or to see it demonstrated to to have an understanding of physics without ever seeing something sway or or a, a real comparison of how gravity affects things my education was really lacking in that and and to further compound the distresses you know i i took to reading early I, I learned to read quick. It wasn't an issue for me. I understood the concepts of vowels and consonants and sounds, and I applied them early on, and, and I always was able to read at a higher level than, than grade-wise I was. But I did not take to math. I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't have help. So, you know, my mom would offer me assistance in in the basics because she had a firm grasp grasp of the basics. And by basics, I, I mean like like adding, subtracting, division. Uh, but but beyond that, beyond that, if if you get into decibels, if you get into negative numbers, you know, she tapped out. And I think without sounding judgmental that she also was bad at math and and much like my own problems today for her to revisit learning pre-algebra and learning geometry i think it tore at scabs that she had let kind of wound over because of her own failings and maybe that's what led her to drop out i don't i don't truly know and i don't think i will ever really understand um she always said that my dad was the math wizard uh, and that my dad would teach me math. And, and there was always this vague promise that, you know, I'd get with my dad. And, and a couple times I know I did. And, and it ended disastrously. And, and not that my dad wasn't good at math. He was, he was probably really good at math. He just was a shit teacher. He had no patience. He couldn't exercise control in his hair trigger temper to sit down at a table and review math problems that he probably knew inside out and couldn't understand why I wasn't picking it up. And I don't know if there was some 
leftover like he-man this is the the fruit of my loins should be smart and he's not smart and it and it usually ended in him yelling at me and telling me to get it right and that i was i was being stupid um and in all multiple times you know i was called called lazy um dumb uh my mom had one point had said that if i didn't apply myself and focus on learning this and stop being distracted that I would never graduate and I would I would spend my entire life working at a fast food restaurant and that was <laughs> that was not the motivation that that 12 year old me needed um, particularly considering the circumstances of which I grew up and and so it just instilled this fear upon me this 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 ache this deep internalized pain when i'm confronted with any type of math questions and and i'll be honest you know i was i was a kid so by the time i moved on to junior high or or whatever you know uh, a, a preteen teenager moves on to um the frustration had built to the point where I didn't care how I passed these tests. And I was well aware of the answer keys in the back of, of the things. And, and I would utilize them to slip by and to get a passing grade in, in my science and my math classes. Um, I, I would cheat, you know, by the time I was, you know, 13, 14 computers, were were a thing of, they were a thing of life i mean people increasingly had them in their homes i can remember the first uh gateway and dell laptops i'm uh, not laptops become desktops that you know were like a thousand dollars and then slowly that price drifted down into the 500s and, and i want to say we ordered our first um gateway pc from a radio shack <laughs> um when i was like 14 and then, you know, I had this, this tool to do, to do school on. I had a printer, like we finally had technology to, to integrate into our studies and, and it helped, you know, it made it a, a little bit better, but now I had the internet and, you know, I would, I would utilize the internet. I would try to find out how I was supposed to do these problems or conceptualize them. And I mean, there wasn't a YouTube, there wasn't, um, all of the the great websites we have now like skillshare and things like that it was just the internet was very basic but even in its very basic form it was useful for trying to understand concepts that pages simply couldn't teach me and 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 i also used it to cheat i used it to scrape by um when when i was finally confronted with any type of systematic learning it was so late in my school i mean 11th grade and and it was a culture shock it was a culture shock that i had time limits it was a culture shock that i was being held to a standard it was a culture shock to have people who were trying to teach me things and and it was overwhelming and it was i was bad at it frankly i was bad at it at being a student because I had never been a student and and I got lucked into testing into a private school 
and getting to go to a private school where people were fantastic and wonderful, but I had this this deep emotional trauma every time I saw a math test, every time I saw math, my eyes went cross. I, I just, I could, it wasn't that I didn't want to apply myself to learn it. It was that the, the, the questions held pain. Everything about it held pain for me. And that's, that's never gone away. It's never left me to every test I've ever had to take. When I get to that math portion, I, there is a crippling fear that penetrates my head so hard and it's like I can relive and vividly remember arguments where I was being told I was stupid that I would never get this that that I didn't apply myself that it was my fault I didn't understand these problems and that kind of stuff has just never left me it's never left me it it, it it's terrible it just rips at me constantly and, and you know i've learned i've learned all of the functional math that one person could you know i i can i can do relatively complex and and simple um algebra when it comes to computing like fireflow and gallons per minute and anything that actually has to do with my job i can apply that and i'm good at that kind of stuff but if you ask me to do math questions, if you sit me down at, at what would, I would probably consider at this point a sixth grade math level, and you told me to take the test, I'd probably bomb it. And, and half of that is, is I have no concept of very basic math concept skills. I don't understand root numbers. I don't understand how to multiply and work with negative numbers. Uh, I am average at best with fractions and percentages. And sometimes I get so nervous and thrown off my game at staring at these problems. I forget the work I learned how to complete the equation. And that kind of stuff never leaves you. That kind of stuff is something that is just emotional trauma. It's emotional trauma from feeling like an absolute failure at something that that people, 4.5 to 5 million people in America today, are not having an issue with. Now, I know that's not true. I know that's something. I look at a statistic and I tell myself, well, here's the facts about it, but that's not the facts about it. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on homeschool. I, I'm, I'm only expressing my experience and I know there are a lot of people after this pandemic that are looking seriously at homeschooling their kids and and what the results could be and and how you know if you if you look at just the first page of Google and it talks about how homeschool students have a slightly higher retention rate at 88.6 compared to 87.6. They have a higher graduation rate around 67 or 66.7% compared to 57. And if you are reading these statistics as an adult considering whether or not you should homeschool your kid, that's probably encouraging. You're probably thinking, "Wow, that's 
that's amazing. Why wouldn't everybody want to homeschool their kids if it's better for them? You know, and then I guess what stings is when people bring up, well, but the, your kids aren't going to be socialized and they're not going to be blonde. I don't think that's the issue. I don't think I wasn't socialized properly. I don't think the problem with homeschooling is that you don't get to see your friends or, or that you don't get you don't get to learn strict uh, scheduling and all of that. You know, that kind of stuff I said at the beginning of this podcast, I didn't have that. I didn't wake up at 7.30 every morning to go get washed and dressed and be on a bus. I never had any of that. And I fell into a work schedule like, like a hen to laying. That Those are not issues that the human brain has a problem with. Uh, the regulation of, of, of time management is something that you apply yourself to and it's easily picked up. We, we function well under that. I saw friends. I, I didn't have the vast array of friends that somebody who went to school would have. You know, I had my neighbors and their kids and I had the people who lived within uh, a two mile radius the way a crow flies around me to interact with. So I didn't get to interact with bullies that I may have come into contact with. And there's probably some beautiful people I never got to meet because I didn't come into contact with them. You know, sure, as a homeschool kid, I was ostracized. There were people that didn't want to talk to me or, or thought that, you know, I was some white trash, probably true, bumblefuck like piece of s from the trailer park that that they wouldn't be caught dead seeing with i got to skip out on all of that toxic popularity contest nonsense but it's not the socialization i didn't get to experience chemistry in real life i didn't get to learn biology by people who went to school to learn biology and be able to teach it. I didn't get to understand any of these concepts in any type of real format. I've got printed words on a page followed by a worksheet to break down what happens after I just read it, basically recreate the paragraph and then take a test later on to see if any of that glue stuck in my brain. And that was the cost of homeschooling. The cost of homeschooling wasn't that my social life suffered. The cost of homeschooling was that I didn't get a chance to play scholastic sports. I didn't get to learn an instrument or how to, how to play together as a band. I didn't get the opportunity to wear school colors and develop some type of team pride. I didn't get somebody who saw all of the good in me, who could see that it was somebody who wasn't stupid or lazy or who couldn't focus and try to reach out to me and teach me difficult concepts. That was the price that I paid. That was what I missed out on. That was the, the concept of having a favorite teacher who cared about me. 
I didn't get that. That's what homeschool costs. And I'm not saying that everybody's homeschool experience is going to be the same. I'm sure there are parents out there with the faculties and, and economic status that can provide wonderful studies for their children at home. And with the advent of the internet and having tutors and, and the ability to reach out for assistance probably changed the game drastically. I grew up in the 80s and 90s and I grew up dirt poor, at times homeless. And what I had was my mom and a book. So I, um, I'm trying to get into paramedic school and I'm faced with taking a T's exam, which is the entrance exam for nursing. And there are four categories on it, obviously English, reading comprehension, science, and math. And they compute your, your overall score is based off of those. And uh, it's trying to study for this is like scratching at a wound. It's like constantly being reminded that, that the diploma I have and the education I got was so much less than my peers. And, and I do vent a little bit to people. And their reactions are, 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 are beautiful. I mean, they, they really, truly are gorgeous people in my life that, that just want to help. And they don't know. They, they can't understand what it was like to hear your parent call you stupid. They, they don't feel that sting when you're told, you know, your, your dad will help you with this when he wakes up and then he wakes up and has to go to work. And so then it sits for the next day and the next day and then you fall behind and then you're being screamed at because you're not doing your school and the entire experience is so negative. They don't get that. They don't understand that there's no amount of test prep material that I can do because I don't understand the core concepts of these things. I don't have a basic understanding of, of anything on these questions. I, I just, I didn't have it. I didn't learn it. I, I, I cheated in, in, in part my way to get to where I was. And to admit that hurts. To admit to myself that I did what was necessary to survive and that schooling wasn't any type of education but just another rung on a ladder in a ditch I had to climb out of. And that I did what I absolutely had to instead of trying to better myself. And every year that passes that I don't take a course, that I don't try to learn these things, 
that I don't apply myself and try to get good at at least basic algebra to at least understand the concepts of basic biology and all of this kind of stuff, every passing year eats at me and wears me down. And so I avoid it. So I run away. So I busy myself with things so I don't have to confront the fact that everybody in my life tells me how intimidating my intelligence is and deep down inside I feel like the stupidest motherfucker to walk this planet it is so hard to live with this kind of psychological trauma that every memory I have from school isn't one of, of any type of joy. I never felt joy passing a test. I never felt accomplished. I never felt like I had done anything. I had survived. All I did was beat back the anger of my parents and the disappointment I felt and the fear that was instilled in me that if I didn't get this completed, that I would go back to being homeless, that I would be poor and all alone and living again in in somebody else's house on their couch or in the back of a station wagon and that was the motivating factor that i had to do anything in school so opening up any book and trying to learn again is torture and i don't know how you convey that i don't know how you tell people how painful this shit is. And yeah, I, I press myself. Sure, I, I, I have dug deep to get the education that I have now. The classes, the, the, the ability to comprehend complex fundamentals of firefighting and, and incident command and, and, and to, to get my EMT... And to be able to pass those things. And, and that's great. I get it. I, 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 I push myself to learn things daily. But it's when I'm confronted with the reality of a situation. The reality of an exam. To get me back into not a simple 40 hour or 120 hour class to actually go to school for 11 months and try to learn concepts that someday is going to save lives that aren't basic that aren't that aren't intermediate that are serious hard concepts you know paramedic school is understanding the human body to a degree that you can perform offensive interventions that literally mean the difference between life and death. And, and I think I'm up to that. I'm not afraid of that at all. It is this exam. It is staring at questions on a page that bring me back to those days of survival. And it scares the living piss out of me. And it sucks all the joy. I hate it so much. And trying to convey to people that the price of homeschooling wasn't a dollar amount or a physical amount. It was a psychological toll. And it's not the price of homeschooling at large. It was just the price of my homeschooling. 
It was the check that my parents wrote that I daily have to cash that will haunt me until the day I die. And no matter how many people in my life tell me how intelligent I sound or how much I come off like somebody who knows more than the average person or that I'm some shining beacon example for how great homeschooling truly is, you don't know. And you'll never know. Because when I ask the question, who was your favorite teacher, you have an answer. You have a story about somebody who saw in you something more and was willing to invest the time and energy to see that little gemstone polished up. And my memory of school is getting by is doing just enough and feeling like shit about doing just enough think I think I'm gonna cut this off because I'm bumming myself out and I'm sure I'm bumming everybody else out and I'm gonna put this out there because I want people to know how rough this situation is. I want people whose friends are homeschooling, whose, whose friends have kids who are being homeschooled to understand the toll it's going to take on them. And again, not everybody. You know, it was my experience. I'm sure there are people out there who do it very well, and God bless them. I... I it's not that you can't. It's just that when you buck the current, when you swim upstream, when you as a parent decide without any input from somebody who doesn't understand what they're even agreeing to, you place them in a situation where they're going to have to swim upstream their whole life and 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 that may make for beautiful people that may make for somebody who's resilient and strong and who is born to overcome incredible obstacles but it also makes for somebody who's just a little tired who's just a little weary who's just a little too marked up and that's kind of how i feel i'd like to just open just open a book and be able to read it and and do the problems in it without any associated pain and discomfort without a crippling fear those are the things that someday I want to achieve and I and I know I won't I know I won't because I know I don't have the fortitude to really address this topic in in the seriousness that it really deserves and 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 honestly it would mean going and getting counseling and seeking treatment to try to overcome this stuff and working through it and and i just i don't know i don't know if that's right for me i don't know if i want to confront it i just want to survive because it's the only thing i know how to do I just want to kick every day a little far forward. And you know, maybe maybe that's 
maybe not getting into paramedic school is is just the way things is. <laughs> maybe that's just what it is this year. And uh, if it is, so be it, you know? Life isn't about the plans we make. It's about how we react to the plans life destroys. So... I'm really sorry that this one was a bummer. I'm sorry that uh, I kind of opened myself up and let myself bleed a little bit on the airways. And uh, maybe it's compelling. Maybe that'll, maybe that's what you guys want, and it'll get me more listens. I don't know. And if you have a friend who's considering homeschool, maybe share this, or maybe don't. I don't know. Uh, this. This is sometimes a fun outlet for me to just get things off my mind and, and thought experiments. And it's just how I describe the world I see around me often. But sometimes it's not that. And this week it's going to be not that. And I apologize for missing last week. But this is this is the pressure I'm facing. And, and you know, I buckle too. So, uh, I guess until the next one of which uh, I have a topic that I recorded and then I deleted because it was garbage. I'm probably going to revisit that with just a little bit more uh, a little bit more um, research and and then I'll, I'll slam past it, okay? So I hope everybody enjoys their week. I'm sorry this was a bummer. Listen to me play some some saucy licks on the way out. Let it just resonate a little bit.